Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, everybody? Worlds Collide back again. And it's been a long time since we've done a roundtable episode. And it's been a long time since these guys have been on it. But it's also been the first time that we've got the... I'm going to say I'm the odd man out here. I'm going to say three OGs. You know, there's a lot of Twitter experts out there that we're seeing pop up out of the woodwork, but here's three guys that have been doing this for years. So, uh, Paul, we'll let you kick it off. Welcome. Hey, man. Nice to see you. This is my first time on Worlds Collide, if you can believe it. You know, I've yeah. listened to how many episodes so far? 60, 70 episodes? Something like that, yeah. I you know, haven't, haven't missed the one, and uh, I'm pleased now to join Chuck to be in that elite sort of group of guys that have done everything. I've been on Tony's show, your show, this show five tool show. So um, great to chat wrestling cards. Love it. Absolutely. And uh, with what we're going to talk about today, I think, you know, both of you guys are perfect people to have on. Chuckster, how's it going? I'm doing good. I'm good. Uh, this is the first time I think we've had uh, almost all of the uh, WTC guys all on one show. Yeah, that's why I said I'm the odd man out. I'm basically just hosting the shindig. And uh, the new guy to the show, Tony Vela, his first time guest. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> finally <laughs> been invited to the show about damn time what took you so long to get here uh, you know <laughs> just life interferes you know <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh cards that are only have guys that only have one card so if you want to say it's their only rookie card or it's their only card and this was actually brought to us if many of you guys aren't listening to this on twitter wrestling card guy at aew card on twitter this was actually his idea it was brought up in a discussion and i was like hey let's run with it his selection which none of us picked and we can discuss this one real quick is tim storm to my knowledge he's he had the nwa he he had a card in that and ironically enough i was actually at one of tim storm's first ever professional wrestling matches which is just kind of another oddball fun fact to throw out there while we're talking about this card is that his first card? Are we missing something? Because that's something what we need to debate as we're going through these names. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tim Storm. I, have to, I had to think for a second when you said Tim Storm. Yeah, he's got that NWA power card, and yeah. I can't think of another card that he has since then. So, or before. That's not really a a, a shot card. Too. That's more of a drawing card, too. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. the animated one, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only no, one. I- or any others his either yeah i i looked through as many indie sets as i could find and nothing unless in I, Limulus, that's your best chance because they had yeah. the widest right nothing there Mm-mm, i didn't see anything no so that could be it then 
Tony? Yeah, I did a, I did a quick search on WTC with the way Tim Storm, and it's the only set that he's in as a uh, 2020 NWA Power Series one. Well, there it is. The gods have spoken. If WTC yep. says, that's what it is. So that's kind of the gist of what we're going to do today. We've each picked a wrestler, and we're going to go through. Obviously, we start with the guests first, and we're going to just well, debate these. What are the ones that he have? That was it. That was the first example. He he said he was thinking of that card and thought it would be so a good topic for the show. And oh, gotcha. we're here for the people that listen to us. So I figured I would give him uh, some praise while we're talking about it and just kick a whole show off for him. Plus, he's yeah. a member of, along with Paul, of the Wrestling With Cards Patreon members. So speaking of Paul, we're going to let you kick this off. And uh, who'd you pick? Okay, I actually picked two. But um, I'll, I'll go with the first one. And this is actually one of my favorite wrestling cards in the tens of thousands of wrestling cards I have. And it's none other than the WCW Kiss Demon card. Yep. Um, as, as a kid growing up in Scarborough, Ontario, you're automatically a Kiss fan. And I was uh, a wrestling fan back then. <laughs> there. You don't like Kiss? Remember Cheap Turk open for Kiss? <laughs> Well, I wasn't. Oh boy, here we go. Sorry, before here we go. We're not even talking about cards. All right, I was a I was a big Kiss fan growing up as a kid. I read an article in like Hit Parader or Circus or Cream or something like that, with uh, obviously uh, Ego Paul and Ego Gene uh, talking about. Hey, we just did a tour of Japan. They love us out there. And our good friends, Cheap Trick, you know, we recommend they go out there and play Budokan Slam. And I said, okay, well, I'm a big Kiss fan. So if if they like, uh, they recommend Cheap Trick, I'll listen to Cheap Trick. Listen to Cheap Trick, never went back to Kiss again. Even the song Surrender talks about getting my Kiss records off the wall. So even Cheap Trick, give them a do. Anyways, back to wrestling cards. (laughs) Um, Now, before I I, I talk a little bit about quickly about the history of the card and what's, what's special about it. I want to point out, even though this is supposed to be just one card only in the wacky, crazy world of wrestling cards, once you get into Japan and and foreign cards and custom cards, I also found this baby from Malaysia. Tony, you know these ones, the hot top cards. I got right here. Unofficial, but even though this is the official Kiss Demon card, um, this one uh, I also have. I'll just quickly talk about this Kiss Demon card for those that don't know. Uh, the gimmick was late, uh, late 2000s, and um, WCW did a deal with Gene Simmons, and it was supposed to be this thing where they're going to bring out a bunch of different KISS characters, and the, the whole gimmick just fizzled. They were, it, KISS performed. It did very poorly in the ratings. I think Bischoff was on the way out then, so there was issues sort yeah. of politically yeah. uh, as to why that fizzled. But the interesting thing about this card and this performer, he was um, portrayed by a guy named Dale Torborg that came from the uh, baseball world. His father actually was a general manager in baseball, and he had quite the um, storied amateur career. And in fact, I don't have him. And when I talk about my second card later on, um, I do for that guy. I don't have a Dale Torbert card, but there are such things. He was in the American right. Leagues, and there was two uh, baseball cards. I saw them on Twitter. I, I didn't get them, but um, I just thought that that was interesting because the WCW magazine card was the only official one. And... Um, I believe now, um, now that Dale's retired, he's back in baseball and he's like a yeah. uh, training coach with the Chicago White Sox or something. I so think that's right. Full, yeah. Yeah. He went full circle on that. So that was my first choice. I thought that's a neat one, you know, and it was only, it was a short gimmick, um, didn't last long, but there was a card that, that, that original one. So I thought that's a neat one, given my sort of love of kiss, sorry, Tony and wrestling. <laughs> no, I got this. Okay. Right. Uh, what's a little bit story about that particular card and those cards? Uh, the, oh, the, the magazine the, cards? The, the magazine yeah. cards. Yeah. Well, yeah, like they're part of that um, magazine series from 2000, and it was like sort of neat uh, um, images of cards that we hadn't seen before. Um, harder to find nowadays. You don't see those as often. Uh, Super tough to come by. I, yeah. I actually found a few of them on eBay that people selling them by the sheet. 
but don't, yeah, there's, there's six there different, six different sheets. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, got you know, probably about three quarters of them. I never finished that set. I have several of uncut sheets. I have a full set of all six sheets. And I think I might have multiples of series one, two, and three possibly. Uh, but uh, they were a pain in the butt to find back in the yeah. day. I remember Porto and I were like, just when we discovered them on eBay, we were actively looking for those like crazy. And then we found someone who had quantity on them. We cleaned them out. <laughs> yeah, cool. And they were very cool looking. Like the Hogan card is an image I have never seen of Hogan anywhere else. Uh, yeah. The Bischoff one, same thing. There's some some neat ones. And again, going back to this demon card, show it one more time. I, it's still uh, my favorite card of all time in wrestling because it's a kiss card and it's a, it's a wrestling card all in one. And Probably not worth a lot, but still. Card. Wasn't that magazine a UK release magazine on all these? It was correct. Yeah, correct. It was from the UK, from England, which makes it even a little more more rare to, to right. To... Right. Maybe maybe Jamie Stalker might know more about them being in the UK. Maybe he sees them a little more regularly. But on sort of uh, eBay, and I keep an eye out for them. Um, you know, not religiously, but I, I wouldn't mind finishing off that set because they're a very cool set. Yeah, it is. One thing you mentioned about the baseball that I wanted to mention, and this is something that all four of us deal with on a regular basis, and I know we love it. What's the rookie card? Is it the non, you know, you want to talk about the rock? Is it the football card? Is it this card? We could say the same thing for this card. Is it his minor league baseball cards or is it right. the Kiss Demon card? And like, I, you know, if you're a Dale Torborg fan or if you're a fan of Kiss Demon, I say, again, just buy them all, buy them, buy everything you can. But you, you guys know there's those people out there that are going to be sticklers on that. So I just want to throw that out there. Thanks. Now, should we move on to Chuck or do you want me to throw in my second Yeah, one? go ahead with your second one. I'll do my second one and I can sit back and enjoy what you guys have to say. Uh, my second one, and this is a very interesting thing because this is something that goes way back to 88 or something like that. But there has only been one official gobbledygooker card that came out of the uh, the living set last year. And um, it was actually mentioned on Card Foundation one day. They were yeah. joking around about this being the only one. And I'm like, no, it can't be. And, you know, I went online. I didn't see anything. And I thought to myself, oh, interesting. So when you mentioned about rookie cards, I'm like, well, how about a gobbledygooker from last year of a character that's been around forever? But once again, in the wacky world of wrestling, if you go out and you look far enough, our friend Nick Gino and his custom uh, collection also has a Hector Carrero uh, gobbledygooker card. You know, I know what Tony's thinking. I don't count the unofficial ones, but it's here in my hand. Uh, I just liked right. how you said, if you look far enough, because that seems to be the trend with wrestling cards. Right. If but you always here, keep here, digging, I, you're going to find I wish something. I had the Dale, Dale Torberg, because the last card I brought down from upstairs is the actual uh, Hector Guerrero. Mm -hmm. You know, like the Dale Torberg behind the, the demon, uh, Hector was none other than the original gobbledygooker. And I got a few of his cards upstairs, but I just picked this cross the line auto from TNA. But the interesting one is the only official card of the gobbledygooker is from the 2001 living set from last year. Um, so I thought the Kiss Demon and the Gobbledygooker would make an interesting pair for your show tonight for right. wrestlers, um, you know. But there it is. It's crazy to think about that about him because I would have I would have probably put a small little wager on that he's probably in some of those WWF magazine cards possibly, but uh, you'd have to go through all of those to find out. I did. <laughs> there might be an appearance of an egg on a card, you know. Like I think yeah. if, you go, if you go back and you look at those sets from around that time, but there's not an actual Gobbledygooker card. And yeah, I, I, thought, really? I can't believe they didn't throw it into one of those 90s sets or, you know, the like the the mid 2000s uh, into like 2014, 15, like tops would do those kind of weird subsets where they would throw like these moments in time into cards. And you would right. think like that they would have one and they just don't. I, it's crazy that it took them that long to get one in there. Right. Well, right. why would you why would you want to give any more uh, credit to a failed gimmick? 
I don't know. It seems like if you, I, I don't want to like uh, name call, but there's a lot of failed gimmicks out there that still sell pretty well in the wrestling card front. Well, so. Of course, but oh. if you're a company, you don't want to acknowledge your failed gimmicks. Like I was that. ecstatic I, I, to get how many how many Shockmaster cards are there? I was just gonna say I was ecstatic <laughs> to get Corey Shockmaster Triple R. Yeah, <laughs> See, when there I you saw go. The tables, See? They, uh, all three of them to Shockmaster. I'm like, I gotta have that. So. Funny enough, we talk about scale uh, fail gimmicks, Tony, but we're talking about it. We're talking about Gobbledygook. Yeah, we're talking about Shockmaster. It's in the lore now, right? You know, yep, the wrestle yep. crap, if you will, or, or whatever, the stuff that really shouldn't happen. But if that stuff didn't happen, you know, it wouldn't be as much fun, I don't think. Yeah, and it's funny that, again, like you said, we're talking about it. And meanwhile, some of the stuff that was probably supposed to have been taken serious at that point, we're yep. not talking about because we don't remember it as much. But Chuckster, sure. you are up. Well, I picked a really unique card. I, I've talked about this card a lot on Twitter, and I think I might have mentioned it on one of your earlier shows. But since we're doing a one-time only appearance on card, I picked, picked Mr. Sweet and Sour himself, <laughs> Larry Sweeney. Oh, I just had, I was just talking to you about that yesterday. You were? <laughs> <laughs> um, Larry Sweeney, is only appearance on this card is from the Chikara series. Um Unfortunately, the man passed at a young age, about 30 years old. The man was a genius when it comes to the talk on the mic. Um, my, my opinion, I think I mentioned this to you before, Zan, too. I think Larry, had he been around in today's day and age, he could have rivaled MJF on the mic. I mean, he, he, was, he was like the heel manager and a good bad guy wrestler. I think he only did a very short stint as a face. Uh, he was mostly a bad guy wrestler, but he could get that crowd riled up. I, when we were discussing during this show, I went back and watched a few of his promo clips on YouTube. Man, man just could fire up that crowd. And uh, I think one of his biggest feuds too was uh, with a guy who's big right now. And that was Eddie Kingston. He had a really big Chikara feud with Eddie Kingston. Um, and Another thing he did, which I thought was pretty neat, is he used to do these, uh, what they called strut-offs. Like <laughs> if they would do the strut, he would do the strut, and whoever his opponent was in the ring, they would they would start doing the strut-off, and they would see who could do the best strut, and the audience would cheer. I thought that was kind of cool, too. Um, and believe it or not, he made one appearance on Monday Night Raw when I was doing my research. Oh. I didn't even know this. I didn't he made on Monday Night Raw, um, Randy Orton had evidently did a takeoff little skit on Hogan Knows Best called Orton Knows Best. Larry played Nick Hogan in that. <laughs> I cannot find the skit anywhere, but I find lots of references to it. I tried to do a search and so I could see the whole skit, and I probably did see it when it first happened because I was a big Monday Night Raw fan. So he did make one appearance on WWE, but it was just like a one-off little uh, video thing that he did with Orton. I'd love to find it. If anybody out there knows where that link is, send that to me. I'd love to see it. But uh, th this guy was just so, so popular with the, with the indie crowd. He never signed with a big organization. I think biggest he had was uh, Ring of Honor and, and Shakara was his two big, his two big shows that he got got into. But, well, I'll but, have to go check check out that check out those YouTubes because I love Eddie Kingston. So uh, and I didn't know uh, about Sweeney at all. So definitely, if he was working with him back then, and um, unfortunately he was bipolar and he had a lot of issues, and uh, unfortunately he didn't 
uh, make it past 30 years old, but uh, what he left is, was a legacy. I mean, it was just, it's so much, so enjoyable. I just, just go back to YouTube and watch some of his stuff. He was just amazing. And again, I compare him to a, to a, to an old time MJF. You know, he's, he's, he's what he was to early indie wrestling, what MJF is in my opinion now to wrestling. And the only card he has is this. And if you'll notice at the very bottom of the card, look who he's got in a headlock. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's fantastic. There's the back of the card for anybody that would like to see what these things look like. But, um, but yeah, this is, this was the guy I, uh, I chose for my one time only card. I don't know that. I don't even know of any other characters he wrestled as uh, And Chikara was big for putting people under masks. I can't find any notice of him of being under a mask anywhere. So this to me is his true only appearance on a card. First, first and only appearance. And that's why I kind of cherish that card. That's the hardest card to get in that set, isn't it? That's it the is. last one you got. And when you, right. One of the four artists. Right. When you helped me get my set, I remember you saying that if you can get the Larry Sweetie, jump on that right away, because that's the one that's going to be tricky. And we've spoken about this before, how helpful the Chikara people was, the girl there in particular. And, uh, you know, oh, you're a wrestling card collector. We've got a few set aside just for you guys. And she helped me finish off as well. And I remember that Larry Sweeney when I got it. So this is the one that Chuck was looking for forever. Yeah. And that's who I got it from, too, was the lady up at Chikara. Yeah. And he also has a copy of it right there. <laughs> I only have these only few I have, so <laughs> I got is a couple set. Is that the set, Tony? Or is that uh, the no, I, have, I only have the first 13 cards. I got a couple things I want to mention on this. Uh, the first thing is I first saw Larry Sweeney just I, like around that time period that he was popular in the indies is when I was doing a lot of tape trading and DVD trading. So that's where I kind of first saw him because I would get some of these indie shows that were like hand cams or like dubbed you know dubbed off of dvds or whatever and yeah he was amazing and it's interesting that you know as as smart as a wrestling crowd it seems like it seems to be like modern wrestling is driven by the smart fan so to speak i mean look at aew and their fan base so you would think that maybe some of them would kind of see this guy and with the wealth of tools and information that we have on the internet now and word of mouth on social media that they would go back and watch some of this guy and if, if that was the case, you would think like, well, why are we not seeing an indie set kind of do a tribute card to him to where he would have another card? We've seen it with other, we've seen yeah. it in indie companies. We've seen, I mean, if tops put Bruiser Brody refractors out there for crying out loud. So, I mean, the, these companies will do the throwback cards to the, um, you know, I don't know if you want to call him a legend. Maybe he is a legend in his own right within a small circle, but it, it's just interesting that with such a, uh, culture that we have where people like to you know dig into finding everything they can that, that nobody talks about this guy well if slam dancer uh chuckster goes and says something about it i'm sure people are going to start going out there and checking stuff out and that and this leads me to one other thing this he, he, he deserves a lot of recognition so sure. it just watch a couple of youtube videos just kind of for nostalgia's sake the guy the guy was a was a genius in the indie circuit as far as i'm concerned he was just he was the man <laughs> tony how how much have we been pushing go back and watch wrestling history and, and you know all the just, time yeah so there's a prime example if you guys are listening to this go look it up on youtube find some dvds gonna, however you got to do it I've, I've never seen them so i'm definitely gonna in the next couple of days give that a look especially if you did uh, if you did programs with eddie the other thing i wanted to mention me and tony just were messaging about this and we'll just make this quick because it's not what this show's about but 
Uh, why do you guys think that the Chikara cards aren't getting the level of popularity and love that some of these other indie sets are getting right now? Well, Tony and I talked about this uh, on text the other night. Uh, we were discussing that same issue. And I, my one thing is a lot of these guys were under masks and now they're big popular guys on AEW or WWE and people don't realize they had that history as a masked wrestler and probably do not know that so-and-so is, is like Orange Cassidy is in that under a mask. And um, uh, well, of course, Lynn Bardo, he's always worn a mask, but he was in there for a while. And uh, so I'm trying to think a few of the others, but I think it's the fact that they were masked wrestlers at the time and really wasn't a big thing in the United States. That was more of a Mexican thing, you know? And, uh, and I think people were just kind of overlooking that, and, you know, just because of them being a masked wrestler. No, I honestly think, Zan, it's a sleeper set, and uh, it, it's going to catch fire. You know, when you think about uh, Claudio, who's back now, um, Eddie Kingston, I think, brighter days are ahead for him. Obviously, Brody was in that set. Uh, I, I think that, you know, how they go, like Bola was quiet, and then all of a sudden those three Bola yeah. sets were on fire. Limitless was a big thing this this uh, couple of months ago. We always go back to the GCWs. Um, when I miss getting the complete set the first time around, I realized when they did the show, you, Caleb and Matt or whoever it was that did the, the rundown on the, uh, the, the whole Chikara series that, oh no, shit, this is something I need to have. And uh, <clears throat> luckily by getting in touch with them directly, I did so because I think, you know what, this is the kind of thing where five years from now, it's going to be a hot thing to have in your collection, a complete set of Chikaras. So we got to help Tony now get the rest, right? So that you have, you have said as well, because how many of our, there's not many of us, Chuck, I don't believe. Now, the, the couple of people that actually uh, reached out to me and we were, I was talking back and forth to really aren't collecting the whole set. They were collecting right. certain from it. So there yeah. were, a lot of people aren't looking for the whole set. Just 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 me and you, buddy, as per usual. <laughs> you know. that, that's the only shoe that I know that has. A, I'm sure there's others out there. I'm sure. I mean, it's only a, it's only a, when you count the bonus card, it's only a 39 card set. Yeah, it's not that many. Yeah. Right. But those last few cards were expensive. Like it was like not relatively, but I think it was a hundred for the Sweeney, seventy-five for the Colony one, which was you know. So they weren't inexpensive. But again, I think that uh, it's a sleeper set, and they're going to be treasures down the way if they're not already. Because I was uh, hitting up uh, Zan the other night, last night. Matter of fact, I asked him about like, hey, I bet you probably got a lot of sales for Cesaro stuff since he made a, a debut and stuff like that. He's like, no, nothing. Huh? Sold sold about fifty one. cards in the last twenty-four <laughs> hours, and I sold one. <laughs> Huh. And uh, I went and looked online and checked uh, eBay for recent sales on Chikara stuff. No, not a whole lot listed. Nothing's really sold. Uh, Eddie Kingston seems to go for the big money right there. Um, that also tells you how rare that Sweeney card is, I guess, because yeah. you don't You'll see it feel. listed at all. Right. Uh, but you found a couple of, uh, you know, Claudio, you found a couple of those, but, you know, 50 bucks that they're asking for. They're not selling for that, but they're asking, you know, that's what they're asking for. So they're not even getting 50, huh? I'm surprised. Well, they're, they're, you know, there's one up right now for 20 bucks okay. at the time of this recording. Just there's one up for 20 bucks, uh, starting price by now 50. Huh. Keep an we'll eye on what happens. Yeah. On and to kind was of circle. Was that on Claudia, the 20 bucks? Or, yep. Or yeah. yep. 9 dollars for, for Cesaro one, uh, starting price, buy it now for 50 bucks. Wow. And it's an awesome picture, too. I mean, he's got that yeah. top on the shoulder, and it's a really clear, good shot. There you go. And yeah, that's yeah, it. Now that he's starting to use that Claudio name again, that yeah. card could start, you know, getting some uh, some love that it needs. Yep. To circle back to what Chuckster said, and then we'll move on to Tony's pick. 
this is something I, you know, as I was listening to you guys talk, it, it just kind of is like um, reaffirming what me and Tony talk about all the time is I think maybe people aren't buying this card and they're not looking at this set actually now that I think about it because they're not doing the history. They're not going back and looking at what's, they're not digging into these sets and print runs and all. They're just like, you know, oh, well, what does Cesaro have an AEW card? Oh, he doesn't. I guess I have to wait. Not, oh, well, he's got all these tops or he's got the Chikara cards or possibly, you know, possibly others. Then I just don't think people are going back and studying history enough. And just on that note, quickly, there's a Steel Town Pro Wrestling card of yep. Claudio that even precedes the Chikara. Uh, Tony, you have it on your site. I think yep. I, I think that's the image I use as well for my listing uh, of it. That's that's a very rare set. Yeah, I think Anthony Chuck, took that image too from the site as well to, to post about yeah. it as well. Yeah, Chuck, do you have that set? Do you have that Steel Town Pro? I think it's 2004, Tony? The only one that I know, 2000, uh, yeah, around Nine? that time. I, the only person I know who has it is David Porto. Yeah. yeah. I, very rare. Have any I, remember, I remember hearing of it, and uh, and then because they they they're up from from Canada, it was like I think Winnipeg or somewhere somewhere like that. Um, and I remember it at the time, not so much for the cards, but hearing the name just as a wrestling fan that these people existed. No idea about Cesaro, uh, you know, back then. Uh, but that card exists, and, and and you show it. So that's interesting. So when you talk Zan about history, um, it's amazing what you can find. You know? Yeah. All right, Tony, you're up. Why do I got to be up, man? Because uh, you're the new guy. That's right. I am the new guy. <laughs> well, uh, during this time, I already submitted my, my, my car I was going to talk about, uh, which is not a whole lot to talk about because I mean, nobody really knows who he is anyways. And uh, that's Mr. America. Yeah, I'd never heard of him before you submitted that pick. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, I mean, he has a lot of characteristics that re remind me of certain like people, but, uh, you know, that mask it's like the old superman thing you know throw a pair of sunglasses on the guy i have no idea who the hell this is yeah i agree so i'm just i'm surprised <laughs> there's just uh, the only cards like that but that's a more modern card we're talking about the the the, the remake of like uh, the hulk hogan character there for mr america that's uh from uh the living sets like that i think it's like card number 45 or something like that from the living set but uh, just a, a short-term gimmick that they used uh when supposedly uh mcmahon wanted to get rid of hulkamania and uh came back as this uh character named mr america i wonder you mentioned that i wonder if the giant machine you remember andre i wonder if there was a, a car to him there, there might be i want to say i've seen some B, maybe i think i've seen some bbm cards uh i don't know maybe, that yeah. they were like again one of those things we mentioned where they kind of put a subset or put some names in from the past yeah. i think right. maybe they did that with him there is one particular bbm set that has a whole whack of neat stuff uh, mm -hmm. of older guys that they feel like the original sheik and tiger jeet singh um, and later stuff as well, like the bulldogs and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, great stuff there, by the way, we talk about that often as well as the, uh, the old indie stuff is the foreign stuff and the Japanese in particular, cause it's not all Japanese. There's, there's some subsets within the Japanese releases that have very cool stuff like this. Well, and a lot of times too, you've, you've got to dig into that stuff. If you truly want to find some of these people's cards or their first card or whatever we're talking about, Tony, one thing I wanted to mention, and you would be the expert on this. I uh, I never did see any, and I did some research. I couldn't find any, but I could have swore I saw a Mr. America card on a raw deal card at some point. Am I wrong? He is on a raw deal card, but not reference. There's no reference to that character okay. at all. It's just uh, there's a picture of him on there, yes, uh, but that's it. It's not even a really prominent picture, is it? Isn't it like 
he's, he's just in the shot. In the it's it's what they call it's a blue bordered card. It's called an action card in raw deal. Uh, and it's just a picture. It pictures him like that. I can't remember the name of what it's called, but I know exactly what you're talking about okay. and I can find it pretty easy. I thought this card was really cool. Like, you know, the tops tops living set, like I was kind of 50, 50 on like some of the cards I thought were really cool. And some of them I was like, eh, but when I saw this come out, I was like, man, I at least got to have a few of those. And if I could ever find a signed copy at a relatively affordable price, that would be a no brainer purchase for me. So I, love I, had another, I had another card I wanted to offer. Let's go. Uh, Let's do it. I want to say uh, the techno team 2000. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's definitely one of them in the magazine cards. Oh, that's it. Eric that's Eric it. Watts. Is that, 19, is that the only one? 19, 1995 WWF magazine card number 61 it's techno team 2000. It's like that might be the only one then you're right. It features, uh, obviously it has, uh, they're Travis and Troy. Troy is the son of Bill Watts and, right. uh, it just never went anywhere. A lot of hype about them. I remember when they came out, it's a lot of hype and it fizzled quickly. And that was it. That was it. That was it for them. All right. Anything you guys else got on this Mr. America card or any, any thoughts on Mr. America in general? That that's a good choice, Tony. What what do you got, Sam? I, I know it's right. going to be interesting because 19... you thought of the topic, so you had something in mind before you thought of the topic. Yeah, and I think it's because I keep missing it. The '97 ECW Japanese with John Cronus, the Eliminators, one of my favorite tag teams. My I know favorite. Someone here who has that card? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I've missed out on this thing on eBay. I guess I, you know, I, I put in like, and every time the prices get higher and higher. So higher and higher. I'll I'll get it one day. But I was just flabbergasted that John Cronus has never, I I've did as much research as I could, and I've never seen him in any form on another wrestling card. Saturn, yes, but not John Cronus. That's interesting for Do sure. Do you think because of him, how long was that character for him in ECW? Did it go through the time of 2000, 2001? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, so and then he went into XPW and was doing the same thing. Obviously, there was no XPW cards, but... As, which is amazing because you would have thought that of all the series they put out for the action figures and put out things that yep. tie like you know, stickers and tattoos and trading cards that he wasn't featuring any of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was in ECW up through like 99, 2000, and then you immediately saw him in XPW. So he was in that, that time frame where they could have still done merchandising stuff, I think. Crazy. Very well, interesting. But all you guys have that card, right? Just I'm the only one that's missing it. No, I don't. Nope. I, don't oh, really? I don't have that ECW set. I do. All the sets that. that I have, that's that's one. Chuck has it, but that's that's one that I never got the uh, Japanese version of the ECWs. Only card I have from that set is a Raven. And it's rare for me to say that, as you guys know. You know, there's you know the Rax Roast Beef that set, the Poppies. There's very little, but that 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 those few cards have, have eluded me. And they they came up. It was at Westmore or someone recently was was trading them, or they 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 turned up. And I'm like, no, wow, I, think, I, I think Rich did, didn't he? Wasn't Rich was it Veligan? I can't remember, yeah. but it just recently somebody they they came up and they 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 traded hands, and I thought, wow, I, it's the first time I've heard of them probably in like the 15 years that they've actually been available. So. Uh, it's like rack roast beef. If they would turn up, I'd be like, oh my God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, are we going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say that set that came up for trade was actually even missing one card. It was. It complete. Yeah. Yeah. They had eight of the nine cards. I think it was missing the Raven card. <laughs> of course. Whoa. That ended up with you somehow. <laughs> now, Chuck, are you aware of anybody else that has a complete set? Nope. Nope. Yeah, I think I, I've never uh, seen I want to say Car Cardona or uh, Myers has one. Yeah. I, I think one of those guys does, good, but that's good for that's, them. Good, good pickup for sure. Yeah. 
that, that's mean, a new one. You know? When they first came out, I think I paid like $35 for the set. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know. uh, I can't wait to see you next month, sir, so I can stab you. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, three of us are going to Atlantic City. Only two of us are coming back. That's right. <laughs> hey, and, and we're going to close the show out here, uh, let you get, let everybody know where they can find you, but also plug that if, if in case anybody's going to be at the National where they can find you. Paul, we'll let you get started. Uh, yeah, come to the National, guys. It's the 27th of July. I don't know when this is airing, but it might be pretty close to that time by the time it hits. Um, we'll be putting out updates as to where you can find us and what we're going to be doing. And, uh, Chuck, Tony, and I, we're going to be covering, uh, the national extensively. We're going to do little segments, talking to different people about wrestling stuff. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to pound the flesh a little bit. We've done a great job online and you've been, you and Tony have been sort of the, uh, the leaders of that, you know, bringing content to the masses digitally, but we want to, you know, like, I, I think you guys know, I went to the India event um, this past weekend and I was giving out those cards and the kids loved them. This one kid running around trying to get the Undertaker, and I'm thinking, yeah, we got to do more of this. Explain <laughs> that you know, uh, wrestling cards are out there, and people take them, you know, and people are keeping them. So, uh, uh, yeah, the National. Uh, my name is Paul Anand. I run a site called The Wrestling Card Price Guide (WCPG). We call it for short. Um, on Twitter, a card underscore guide, Acronyms, and that's me. Man. Huh? Acronyms, I tell you. Okay. Well, The <laughs> Wrestling Card Price Guide, WrestlingTradingCards.com. We got We got to put it down. Chuck, tell us about you. Um, I just hang out on Twitter under Chuckster. Um, that's about the only place I, I am these days. Uh, I have a uh, Discord. He's not hitting the club slam dancing. Let's get yeah. that clear. <laughs> yeah, but I'm uh, not Atlantic City, look out. We don't know, Al. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantic City might have some slam dancing clubs down there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. Just, just Twitter. Hey, he's also the lead archivist for WTC. So remember that, okay? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks job. for doing all the work on the site. Thank you. Tony. Dan. <laughs> you want me to plug everything, for you? Everything. Nah, everything's, everything's wrestling trading cards.com, man. As we know, uh, all social media links for everything that we do, uh, where we're at, it's all on the bottom of every page in the site. So yeah, check it out. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, uh, and come hit us up at the National. We're going to have a lot of fun there. I was actually going to do that for you because I've almost memorized or I've, I've almost memorized your spiel now at this point. So maybe <laughs> next time you can find I me at, I at, need anymore. at Zan morning on all social platforms, wrestling with cards on YouTube and the wrestling with cards solo podcast. But more important than that, thank you for listening to today's show. And if you enjoyed our content, please subscribe, leave us a review, no matter what podcast platform you're listening to this on and spread the word about the show. That's again, Paul kind of said it, me and Tony and, Everybody else that's doing any form of content, whether it's written, video, audio, it doesn't matter. We're all just trying to keep pushing the hobby forward and getting more people in it. So share the show with anybody you think would like it. And thanks for listening. And thank you guys for joining. Thank you, then.